Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to the few in attendance and the thousand listening around the world, are you ready to gamble? It's week 15 of the NFL season. Yours truly, Tony Cavallo, is here in studio, as always, with Matthew Dangles, Daniel Antonio, and Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer Crookston. Hell of a show. We have another guest calling in for the Pick'em Challenge, a new face of the podcast. We have the King of the Coast section where yours truly is getting hot, getting hot late. I'm dancing in my seat. And we have some of the biggest matchups for our favorite team. Teams this week. It's going to be a hell of a week to talk football. Boys, it's also those fantasy playoffs. Drew, I know you wanted to talk a little bit about your fantasy team. I hate fantasy right now. Let me just oh, tell you, yeah. I hate fantasy right now. I know Dangles, I think, went one for five making the playoffs no, in his league. No, that's not true. I that, went two for five. Two, so sorry. Two for five. I went one for two. I hate it. I might quit next year. I don't want to play it anymore, but Drew wanted to mention a little thing because he's he's angered. He's done sh- so shitty in the Super Contest in Vegas that he now has to divert his uh, his focus on the fantasy football to try and make some money back on this NFL season. Drew, lament. Yeah, you got to eat, man. You got to eat, right? So, of course, you know, 11-2, and two, pretty dominant in my league, and uh, first-round bye. My team goes off last week for no reason at all because I have first-round bye. Yep, and, usually how it works. And now, um, yeah, now I'm playing the hottest team in the league in the semifinals, a good friend of mine who uh, is projected to beat me by 10 points. And I just think it would it would just be my luck, as you said, Tony. It would yep. just be my luck to run through the regular season. Uh, I beat I beat this guy three times. Uh, going back to last year, I beat him in the semifinals yep. last year. Now you know we're in a semifinal matchup, and you know not not to kiss and tell, but you know this is a bigger buying league. This yep. is this is a nice chunk of change if you win. Sorry to uh, uh, you know offend anyone that plays for you know ten twenty bucks, but you know I did that when I was six. So um, you know it's it, it's a big deal, and I'm nervous. So basically, my my predicament: Dak Prescott, Carson Wentz, pretty solid all year. They don't look so hot right now. Yeah. Who uh-huh. do I start? Who do I start? I don't know how you made the uh, to be ten and two, eleven and two of the first round by with two NFC East quarterbacks as your quarterback. Well, have you? Did you see Dak's year? His fantasy year, yeah. his first ten weeks. Yeah, I pretty good. You. Dak I had a you. Dak had a monster year, and pretty I good. I I had a I had an opportunity to go three out of five, and and uh, my third would have been in your sixteen team league, Tony. Unfortunately, Alshon Jeffrey going out in oh, the first quarter. God. Actually, uh, that he effectively ended my season. So he that, gets introduced. He gets introduced, and he wheels out in a wheelchair out yeah. of the tunnel. It's it's almost it's almost inevitable. I feel oh like God. with him. The reason we wanted to bring this up is because I want to tell you again: we are left coast gamblers. We gamble on these games week by week because fantasy football is too stressful to help you out. Thousands of people play, only two win every year. It's an unbelievable how terrible fan it, it ruins you mentally. So what I'm telling you is, instead of spending money on fantasy football, spend money on NFL futures. Listen to us next. Next year, we're going to kill the futures that we put on this show. Mm. Gamble every week. You'll be healthier for it. I, I can't argue that. Now, let's move on to the biggest story of the week. We have a Patriots fan in Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio. He's wearing a sweatshirt right now with the Patriots insignia on it. I am from Boston. I have gone through these stories year after year after year. I am riddled in it. I am knee-deep in the shit that happens in the Boston media. But when it gets to, to worldwide stuff and nationwide media, the way they attack these Patriots is ridiculous. We're dealing right now with what was dubbed by Jerry Thornton of Barstool Sports, Spygate 2, Spy Harder. Dangles, you want to <laughs> give us a little explanation what's going on in the world of New England? Uh, well, in case you didn't hear, uh, Spygate 2.0, the Patriots uh, uh, were caught 
caught. Well, the, I won't say the Patriots because the people who were caught were not associated with the Patriots organization in any other way than they were being contracted by the team. Dangles, explain first, and then we'll get to, to right, what the real right, story is. All right, all right, all right. So a video, crew, a video crew got caught uh, taping the Bengals' sideline this past week uh, at First Energy Stadium in Cleveland during the Browns-Bengals game. Um, the Patriots released a statement saying that this video crew was contracted by them. They're doing a series of features. They're do-your-job do features that they put on the Patriots' website. They've been doing them all season long. This uh, episode, according to the team, was about um, uh, a road scout and a pro scout uh, doing advanced work on the road, scouting out the Bengals uh, for the Patriots at the game last week. Wait, Dangles, Dangles, they were scouting the Bengals? Yeah, that's and, what and, scouts and, do. And who do they play next week? That's what scouts do. I'm not going to argue this oh, with you right now. I just asked you. I'm not going to argue this We're with you right Cincinnati. now. So, so the video crew uh, was supposed to be. Uh, did not inform the the Bengals that they were going to be there. They told the Browns. They didn't tell the Bengals. Someone dropped the ball somewhere along the way, and the Bengals didn't know. They notified the NFL. The NFL is looking into it. Um, I, look, all I, all I have to say is this. Anyone who thinks that Bill Belichick, A, would be stupid enough to do this, and B, needs anything on beating the Bengals, doesn't know anything about the Patriots, doesn't know anything about Bill Belichick, and isn't even on an intellectual plane to have a conversation <laughs> about what happened. Like, I just don't have the time for you troglodytes who don't read actual stories that are written by the Patriots, be right, who don't, who don't listen to any sports talk radio, who only watch ESPN, and see the headlines that come through your fucking social media feed. Read a goddamn newspaper article and then come back and talk to me. Anyone with a brain knows that this is not a story. It's a non-starter. As you said, Tony, in, in our group text thread, it is all smoke, no fire, just like most things that come out in the national media when it comes to the New England Patriots. They're going to get called cheaters. People are going to spin it how they want. I, frankly, as a fan, don't care. I know that Belichick, hey, we don't, we don't need to tape the Bengals' sideline to beat them, period, end of story. Dangles, real quick, uh, I just just to I I think I know where you lean, but I just want a summation, one word. Uh, Spygate two, true or false? Fuck you. <laughs> false. He's gonna uh, say. Sorry, Drew. Mrs. Sorry, Mrs. Crookston. Drew, Spygate two, true or false? Uh, Smoke or fire? Ambiguous. 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 Because because this is my take, guys. Do I think it's a big deal? Absolutely not. Do I think there was some uh, concentrated effort to steal? anything of course not and you said it best tony if it was the bills or another team it wouldn't make headlines Absolutely. Well, well guess what no it wouldn't would because would they it. don't have a history of this shit though they have they they don't have a history of this shit they don't they they don't have a history now what you said dangles is correct bill belichick he cares deeply about his legacy uh he's he's participated in a lot of documentaries recently the, the f by the way the new, the new belichick saving thing was fantastic on yep. hbo can't recommend it highly enough yep um but of course, I, I just don't think I, I, I guess my only issue and this is not there's a lot of Patriots haters out there. I am not one of them. I'm a TB12 loyalist, but it's the same fans that are so vehemently, I guess, ignorant to think they could ever cheat are also booing them at the halftime of the Chiefs game. I don't really. I thought they deserved to be booed, oh frankly, God. the way that they played. They look, absolutely deserve uh, to be booed. Uh, look again. This it comes you back to it. Patriots like just because just true. because the team has been so good over the course of two decades, and just because they've won Super Bowls, and just because they're ten and three, doesn't mean that fans can't be disappointed in their performance when they are legitimately not playing up to expectations.
back to the point at hand, though, and I, I've waited a little bit because I want to say my piece on this. I grew up in the Boston area. I might not be a New England fan, but I do love that team, the, my father's team, the Dangles' team. I do love r- supporting them. And what I love most in this world, it's, it's the core staple of my life, is honesty. I truly believe you have to be honest with the people around you when you hold lies and when you whisper behind their backs. That's when deceit grows. And that comes to the Patriots because, as Drew just said, they have a history of cheating. As you know, if you've been listening at home, the past 20 years you've heard of the history of cheating of the New England Patriots. And I am here to tell you, and it's not a falsehood, the history is a lie. This has been a lie that has been perpetrated since their first Super Bowl when Marshall Fox said they sent scouts to tape their sidelines, and he's still saying that they were taped before the Super Bowl. That is a lie. It's been proven to be false. Eric Mangini's uh, attack on the Patriots, proven to be false. Deflategate, proven to be false. Spygate 2.0 will be proven to be false. They face repercussions. They face penalties. But worst of all, the neutral fan in America, the person who does not pay attention enough, has heard the argument over and over and over again in bars across the country that the Patriots are cheaters. And these lies only build deceit. I do not believe the Patriots are cheaters. I do believe that they've always gone up to the line, maybe a little bit over it to try and get an advantage, but that's what every team does in the NFL. They are not banging trash cans in New England. They are going Hmm. about business the way they're supposed to be doing, and I will not stand for uh, for more lies against this team because I know I will get riled up enough in 20 years to punch a guy out in a bar for arguing about Deflategate, which was a lie! I will say it's very interesting that the Patriots have had their worst two-game stretch of the season and suddenly this story comes out. All smoke, no fire, but now they're talking about other stuff and not well, about this an team. Easy, interesting they're an easy timing. target. Easy target. Easy target. Interesting the, timing. But you guys don't find it weird at all that they're – I mean, I know, fuck, I know the Bengals are horrible, but – they're playing the do Bengals I find next it, week. No, do no, I, I find, find it weird? Do I find it weird that in a, a giant organization like that, someone somewhere along the line forgot to call the guy at the Bengals and say, "Hey, we've got some obscure crew in the freaking press box on the other side of the goddamn field." No, that kind of shit happens all the time. And if it were anyone else but the Patriots, that's all it would be. Exactly. But let's move on to my team now. I haven't talked about the Packers a lot on this podcast. Thankfully. I have in years past, but I haven't talked about a lot <laughs> about, my, about my about <laughs> my bi-week uh, Packers right now. Nobody wants to hear you talk about the Packers. No, no, no. But I, I, I want to take this time I just want right that on now the record. to talk about the Packers because this is their season. This week is their season. The Rams might be the hottest team in the NFC. The Seahawks and the 49ers are not going to lose more than five games. Right now, if the Rams win out, and they very well could if they play how they played against the Seahawks, if the Rams win out and the Packers lose two of three, they lose all tiebreakers to all NFC West teams, which means they'd be the seventh seed and out of the playoffs. You'd think this team that is a bi-week team right now has an easy shot to make it in, but they play their division the final three games. This first week's at uh, home against Chicago. Then they go to the Vikings, which is a coin toss. Any cheesehead will tell you it's a coin toss. And then they play the shitty Lions at the end. I'm calling that a win. You're welcome. This game this week against the Bears, who are also fighting for the playoffs, is the Packers' season. It's also the Bears' season. If they lose this game, they're out of it. Mitch Trubisky, Matt Nagy, all these question marks come back up all off season. The Bears will be coming really hard in this game, and I am very, very worried. The Packers are built for December. The Packers are built for the playoffs more than any Packer team I can remember. They have a good running game, a good offensive line, and a strong defense. I am worried about this game. Should I be? Yes, uh, yeah. a little bit. Are you definitely, kidding me? Definitely Guys. a little bit. 
Okay. I, I mean, yeah, any game in the NFL, you should be a little bit worried about. Well, so my thing with the Packers this year, Tony, is, you know, the classic line, you, you are who your record is. So, but when you actually look at some advanced metrics on, uh, you know, the Packers this year, they're definitely, they're, they're, their stats don't blow you off the page by any stretch. Yep. Rodgers has been, um, statistically, this is just stats. I'm not saying yep. my opinion, but he's been very, he's been an average quarterback this yep. year. So. Past um, few years. Yeah, he really has. And the Bears, as much as I like to get on the Bears wagon and say, oh, they're playing better, they're playing better, which they are, um, I, I, you know, this line is curious to me because it's four yep. and a half. Yep. And it, it's a known fact that the, the, the Packers get one more point. Standard home point, standard home field is three points. Yep. The Packers is four points. Yep. It's like that with a handful of teams. The Packers, the Seahawks. Seahawks. Yeah. Um, I believe they the have Chiefs that extra as well. Home field yes, advantage. the Chiefs as well. So this is basically Vegas. This is the market saying the Bears are a half point better than than, than Green Bay. Uh, or sorry, Green Bay is a half point better than Chicago. Um Absolutely. I think you have – I mean, this is, I think it's going to be a good football game. I think it's going to be a great football yeah. game for a neutral fan. I will be pacing more and more as this game goes on because I am very, very worried. Chicago played us tough in week one, but they will come back with a vengeance in this game. And at home at Lambeau, it's going to be cold. Might get a little bit of snow. I'm excited about the weather. I'm worried about the game because, again, the Bears are going to be coming out on fire. Akeem Hicks is back, makes that defense tick. Defense has been stopping everyone the past few weeks, and Mitch looks like a competent quarterback. I'll obviously pick my Packers because Mitch will throw us a ball eventually but this is the season i'm a very nervous cheesehead right now i think i think the upswing is for the packers here the bears despite winner being winners of four of their last five yeah uh they've won all of those games by a touchdown or less so i mean if i'm a packers fan and i'm going okay well this game is probably going to come down to whoever has the ball in their hands last again there's no one in the league i want with the ball in their hands more than aaron Rodgers when those seconds are ticking off the clock uh, so, I, you know, I, I think I think the, the, the script is in their favor and the upswing is for them, but they can't they can't underestimate the ability of Mitch Trubisky, despite sucking so much, to yeah. somehow make plays. Allen Robinson has been one of the best wide receivers in the NFL over the last few uh, weeks, and if he ends up torching your uh, your cornerback one, whoever that is, Jair. Uh, um, right now it's Jair because Kevin King is looking to miss this game. Okay, so Jair, if he, you know, if that's a bad, ma- ends up being a bad matchup, could be in trouble. Allen Robinson could go off for 200 yards easily. Big-bodied receivers always give us trouble. I find it curious, too, if you look at the Packers' season, what win can you they all they put it on the put it on the pedestal if you will put that on the wall and say hey we won that game is it Vikings at it, home Vikings at home week three I'll give them that for sure and the Cowboys early in the year but the Cowboys are obviously kind of like falling apart of the yeah. seams right now besides that you know they, they they went to Arrowhead and beat a Matt Moore team that was a, that was a nice win but I it's 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 crazy it is crazy because I heard the same thing Tony yeah. the Packers are a two seed right now yep you never even think they're they're, they're in the contention of a top four NFC team yet they have Aaron Rodgers they have Lambeau Field. Um, it's going to be interesting. I, I love. I would love nothing more than for them to keep that bye week because going to Lambeau is a tough That's thing a, to oh, do yeah, no matter absolutely. what that team is. And I will say this to end it on the Packers before we go on to the Gravestones where we're now killing two teams every week. It's going to get tough as Gravestones goes on. I will say this about the Packers, no matter what happens, and you two can hold me against this later on, no matter what happens, I am very happy with the first year of my head coach and the way the Packers have resembled it. You should be. Even if they lose out and miss the playoffs, I am very happy with this team and the way they're set up for the future. I could not be happier as a team. I will be as nervous as hell this Sunday. But let's move on to Gravestones. Before we do, though, listen to the King of the Coast section coming at the end of the show. We have another Monday night $100 giveaway to give you details on, but that's coming at the King of the Coast. But first, Gravestones. Left Coasters. 
And we are back now. A very fun America's favorite game. It's the game of gravestones. We meet every week, and each host kills one team each week to say they will not make the playoffs this NFL season. We end up with 12 teams remaining, and you get a point for every team that actually makes the playoffs. But, guys, it's only 17 weeks in the NFL season. We got to kill 20 teams. So these final three weeks, we kill two teams each. Two teams are going to die right now from every host, and it gets really tough because, again, if a host picks a team, the other host cannot pick that team the same week. We're going to the AFC. The AFC, we got to kill six AFC teams right now. I'm leading. I'm going first because I won the King of the Coast last week. Dangles is going second because he didn't lose as much as Drew did. Drew, you're going third and Great. then sixth. Great. Sixth. Super. Tough. Tough. Might be killing the Patriots at that point. But the AFC, uh, the grave pool as it stands right now, these are teams we have all killed throughout the weeks. Those are the Bengals, the Dolphins, the Jets, and the Broncos. Individually. I've killed the Titans and the Chargers. Not a good look for those Titans. Dangles also killed the Titans and the Raiders. Drew has killed the Chargers and the Jaguars. Dangles and I have some uh, rainy day teams we might have to go through right now. But let's start it off without any further ado, the game of Gravestones. Welcome once again to the Holy House of Lombardi. Here we are. Green Bay is a bi-week team. A bi-week team, but we are killing the AFC this week. And a team that was supposed to contend. A team that was supposed to be a Super Bowl favorite. A team that was supposed to challenge the Patriots for AFC supremacy. Well, their franchise quarterback quit before the year began. And he put the hopes and dreams on the young Padawan, Jacoby Brissett, who played great, admirably. But too many injuries have attacked this team. One of the best coach, best run organizations, in my opinion, in the league. And I am killing them right now. We are starting off with the death of the horseshoe. The Indianapolis Colts will not be making the playoffs. Dangles, you are next. Well, this is another team that at the beginning of the season was slated to do a lot of really big things. A lot of really big names on the roster, a lot of big, sexy signings, but unfortunately, despite the fridges finally unlocking in Cleveland, the second year was not to be. The Cleveland Browns are not going to make the playoffs wow. this year. Freddie Kitchens, moonlighting as a beef jerky salesman, will have to maybe be a more frequent occupation for him. Sorry. Oh God. You can pick up some shifts at Cabela's. Drew, we, we've taken two teams away from yeah. you. Going third So where fun. are you going now? I like going third, guys. It's cool. Do better um. at betting. <clears throat> <laughs> well, Tony, <laughs> as we know, this week will be the final game Oof. in the black hole. Uh-huh. The new fad tanning your asshole to give you energy will not work this weekend. John Gruden might win his last game. He's not making the playoffs. The Oakland Raiders. Goodbye. Well, Drew, you took my team because that's where I was going to go right now. Instead, in this game of chance, I am taking the Duval Jacksonville Jaguars and throwing them down a deep, dark hole. There goes my rainy day team. Jacksonville is dead. Dangles. I've been saving my rainy day team for a day just like today, the Los Angeles Chargers. Mm. Sorry, Phil. Wow. Uh, but, hey, it's another offseason at home with your 47 kids, so but good on you, mate. 
through your final pick. All right, boys, this is where it gets a little sketch. Nostradamus. Based on what I want to do this week with my picks, valiant, valiant effort for Mike Tomlin this year. Oh, oh. But the Pittsburgh Steelers will not make the playoffs. That's looking into the future. They will not make the playoffs. Wow, the first uh, host to kill Pittsburgh is Drew. But first, before we go out, let's hang our heads in silence because the Los Angeles Chargers, your Los Angeles Chargers, have joined the grave pool. So we bow our heads and wish them well. Goodbye, old Phil. Hey, this is Dangles from the Left Coast Gamblers. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We are available on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, please leave us a review. Leave us five stars if you like what you hear. Five seconds of your time is five new listeners for us. You can also find us on Twitter, at Left Coasters Pod, and on Instagram and Facebook by searching The Left Coast Gamblers. And we hope you'll check out our pages each week for new contests, live tweeting and posting on NFL Sundays, behind-the-scenes content, content and more ways to engage with the show and make you money and as always thank you for listening and welcome back to the weekly pick'em challenge we debuted this a couple of weeks ago where we have the guest call in and we have him face one of the hosts of the left coast gamblers alan pines jersey allen has taken down me he's taken down dangles last week going 11 and 5 to dangles is 10 and 6 thanks for holding up your end of the court dangles allen it is the hot stove season for the MLB, and Garrett Cole just signed a monster deal with the New York Yankees, so Alan has to describe that in excruciating detail on his podcast to the 6 year olds that listen to it. He cannot be with us this week. So instead, we have coming off the bench one of the best guests we've had on here. His name is Ryan Hurd. He's a country music star. He wrote the number one country single, Lonely Tonight, sung by Blake Shelton. He's currently on tour with Old Dominion, and he's starting his headline tour, Platonic, in January. He happens to be married. To a Grammy Award-winning artist, Marin Morris, who just won a CMA for her best album, Girl. It's weird to not wear the pants in your relationship, but you're doing well, Ryan. They're expecting their first child, a son, in March. And his biggest accomplishment so far is he was the high school catcher and varsity basketball teammate for three years of our very own Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer. Crooks and he looks like Jesus. He sounds like Jackson's mane. You can find him on Twitter at Ryan Hurd, Instagram Ryan Hurd, and he's on Spotify Ryan Hurd with 64.8 million streams this year. What a guest to have on the show. Welcome to the pod, my man Ryan Hurd. Man, I'm going to have you call me every single morning and read that back. That was, <laughs> that was quite the intro. Thank you guys for having me. I, I love the pod. I've been listening every week. Drew and I are in a pool, couple pools together. And yes, I uh, we were the battery man, HCA Eagles. That's right. He is a uh, little-known fact about Mr. Hurd is he was a fantastic high school catcher. Certainly could have played at the collegiate level if he wanted to. And I remember in high school vividly, uh, he told me he wasn't. He was thinking about not playing sports his senior year to focus on music. I threatened to uh, uh, hurt him uh, physically. <laughs> um, and you know, look where he is now. So clearly, uh, he was ahead of the game. No, we hey we 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 had a lot of fun that senior year though. Our, uh, junior year we won our district in baseball though, and that was kind of a we the, uh, <laughs> that was our, our our greatest. We beat the defending state champion uh, Decatur in the fi- district final. Drew was on the mound. I was catching it. It was awesome. Our 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 high school uh, claim to fame was yes, we beat the defending state champion. 
Decatur. In our third year of our high school baseball program, my father was a coach wearing jeans and holding a <laughs> scorebook at third base. And yes. uh, Ryan Hurd catching Drew Crookson pitching with the help of our teammates took them down. We graduated with 26 people. So we went to a tiny school in West Michigan. And we started baseball our freshman year at this school. Wow. And I, there are so many amazing stories. Of, it was sort of like Sandlot meets Little Giant. <laughs> very accurate. That's very accurate. <laughs> Wait, Ryan, I, I, just we, learned, I just learned a piece of information that I need you to uh, confirm here. Drew's dad was the coach of the team, so is that why he was the pitcher? <laughs> no, Drew's just, Drew threw heat. Drew is a, an amazing uh, – he pitched in college. Did he not tell you that part? He's a good, a good baseball player, uh, even better basketball player, but he, oh. he was not so good at things like riding a bicycle. So what you're saying? So what you're saying is he gives up a lot of taters. Oh no, he he actually had a really good like knuckle curve, and uh, the a problem was we only had one. We only had we only had one pitcher was the problem, and if so, basically we would win every game that Drew would pitch, and if we played a double header, it was like there was one game in high school, and I am not shitting you i hit three home runs that's true and one of them was a grand slam but because it was the second game of the double header and drew wasn't pitching we <laughs> lost that yep. is true <laughs> yep. we also played at a small school played at some pretty suspect fields one time i threw a wild pitch and uh ryan couldn't find it uh at the backstop because the grass was too tall that's also wow. a true story they, wow. didn't, they didn't mow behind the plate wow yeah well, Ryan, back to the NFL. You are a fan of the Tennessee Titans, and no one is hotter than the Titans right now. you got to be feeling good about that team. That's the first time anyone's ever said that sentence, uh, <laughs> that, that no one is hotter than the Titans. Uh, I've lived here for quite a while now, and I love the team. I love uh, – I've always been a big Marcus apologist until literally like right now. I always said the scheme. They're like, oh, they don't, they're not running the right scheme. And they're like, you're right. You aren't. You aren't running the right scheme for Marcus. But then, I don't know. This Tannehill thing is pretty crazy. It's really it's unbelievable. Fun. It's the first time that like I've actually like trusted them to win a game. Because Drew knows, like, he'll say like, what do you think of the Titans this week? And like, if they're if they're expected to win, they're going to lose. Yep. That's just like the rule in town. But uh, it's been fun, man. It's fun to like to see him get back in the mix. I hope they can keep it going. So fun. Tannehill and Henry, man, that's they they have weapons. That's the fun part. Oh yeah, they've had. We've known they've had weapons. They just have no way of getting them the ball until you know six games ago. Let's uh, let's get to picking some of these games again. It's Ryan Hurd versus Drew. Shape of the sharp. We've lost two straight weeks on the Coasters podcast. Let's not make it a third. We got Dangles debut in the games, and then I'll give you the lines. The first person to pick right now is going to be Drewby. Dangles. Let's start us off with the last Thursday night game of the year. Thank freaking goodness. All right, uh, we head to Baltimore M&T Bank Stadium. Uh, it's going to be a high of 39, a low of 26, so a chilly evening along the Chesapeake Bay. We've got the New York Jets and the Baltimore Ravens on Thursday night football. Drew, you're starting us off. Tony, what is the line? Biggest line of the year, uh, the week so far, Baltimore minus 16. The over is 45. Drew? Uh, it's nice that you guys get the old battery mate some soft toss to start here. Uh, I'm taking the Ravens. Ryan? I'm fading Drew. Yes. Whoa! <laughs> the hottest team in the league will lose to Adam Gase and the Jets. Ryan, coming in hot. Let's go to Sunday, Dangles. All right, Sunday, let's kick it off uh, with the Patriots at the Bengals. 
Patriots at the Bengals. This is, uh, is going to be an interesting game. I think it should be. A, I, I think I can safely. I mean, I don't know. I'd like to be able to safely say this time that the Patriots are going to win. Um, Dangles, Tony, what's Dangles, the line? You've <laughs> talked enough about the Patriots on this podcast. Cincinnati, a home dog, plus nine and a half. The over under is 40 and a half. Ryan, we're going to you first. Uh, obviously, we're Michigan fans and, uh, and Tommy, we trust. So, Woo! Pat. Got it. Drew, you're going to follow? I will follow with uh, the New England Patriots, yes. Best not to fade the Patriots, Drew. I like your style so far, representing us well. What's next, Angle? All right, let's head uh, north to the Motor City. Uh, it's the Detroit Lions taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Jameis Winston, who is, like, the best worst quarterback in the league, right? Or is he the worst, best quarterback in the league? I don't right know. Now? I don't really know. I can't decide. I which really one. don't Ryan, know. <laughs> Ryan loves Jameis Winston. Drew loves Jameis Winston more than any human in the world. Every single week, he texts me, "Oh, we gotta take it, it, it's 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 the Bucks' turn, the matchup." Like this guy sucks. How do you love this guy so much? He hey. won one, literally covered one game for us because he owed us. Well, he, he covered this so week, bad. maybe at two and a half. Drew, Drew's going to be torn this week because his love, Jameis, is going to Detroit. His other love of the team that stinks right now, Detroit, a God, home dog, suck. plus three and a half, over his 47. Balls, you would pick Jameis right here because you've picked him all year. J- just to get a rise out of my buddy here, I am taking the Motor City Kitties and fading Jameis. He's got a busted thumb, no Mike Evans. The Lions, you think they have to get off the schnoz, Mr. Dangles, at some point. Give me the Lions. Ryan? Jameis breaks your heart again. I'm taking the Bucks. I love it. I love the way this is going so far. Dangles, what's next? I love it. He threw his love of Jameis right back in his face. Next up, <laughs> we have the Denver Broncos heading to Kansas City and Arrowhead to take on Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. I love this game. Kansas City minus nine, favorite at home. The over is 46. Ryan, you're up first. I'll just take the – I'll take Patty. I think you have to. Uh, Smart Chiefs. Yeah, uh, I, as much as I'd like to take Denver after uh, Drew Locke's impressive uh, starts his NFL career with two straight wins, uh, I'm not I'm not fading uh, the Chiefs here. Give me Kansas City. Interesting strategy by Drew so far. Uh, every time he goes first, Ryan switches. Every time Ryan goes first, he copies. I don't mind it one bit. Dangles? Uh, all right, next up uh, we have uh, a loser leaves the country game. It's the Miami Dolphins against the New York Giants. Oh, God damn it. Is Eli playing in this game? Do we know? I'm think, not sure. I think he's playing. Uh, he's right now a one game under 500 quarterback. Uh, New York Giants are favored against these Dolphins. Minus three and a half at home. The over is 46. Drew's up first. Uh, might be talking about this game a little later in King of the Coast, boys, but uh, I will certainly, as you both know, I'm a SeaWorld fan. I love marine wildlife. I'm taking the Dolphins. <laughs> I didn't know Ryan, that about you. You're going gonna to go with the hometown Eli Mannings? I think the Dolphins give a shit, so let's take them. I agree, man. We talked about this at the open of the show. These teams that give a shit, you got it. You got it. Jacksonville killed me last week because they clearly have they quit in the not season. Get, oh they God. clearly don't give I a shit. Told you you got to be wary. You got to be wary of the teams that have quit. They both picked Miami. What's next? All right. Uh, next up, we travel to Charlotte, North Carolina. It's the Seattle Seahawks uh, coming off of a big loss against the Los Angeles Rams and the uh, uh, Carolina Panthers, two games after firing Ron Rivera. Interesting, interesting game. Carolina home dog plus six and a half. The over is 48. Ryan, you're up first. I'm going Carolina. I just think traveling west to east is tough, so wow. uh, I, 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 I'll, I'll take them. It is an early start time for those Seahawks. Drew, you going to follow? Uh, you know, we talk about teams that give a shit. Ron Rivera, very well-respected coach. His team looked like they gave up on Sunday, so yep. I think they're done. Uh, I'm not really crazy about the Seahawks. I would take the Panthers with the points, but 
Seattle. Wonder if they're gonna win a close game. They've done it all year besides last Sunday. Give me the Seahawks. Dangles is the two hosts on the side was supposed to coach Drew on these. I'm pretty much I'm all on board I, with I, what I feel Drew's pretty got good. So yeah, far. I feel pretty good about uh, most of these picks. I agree. Great, then let's keep it going. All right, let's keep moving. This one will be a fun one. It's in Lambeau, and whoo, it's gonna be cold. Fifteen degrees is your high. It's the seventy-six, uh, seven and six, excuse me, Chicago Bears taking on the ten and three Green Bay Packers. Tony's doing a little dance. I'm dancing in my seat. This game gives me so excitement. I talked about it at length in the open, but Green Bay minus four and a half favorite at home. The over is forty-one. Ryan, you're up first. You going with my team? You going with those shitbird Bears? Oh, I know what he's going. I with. have one rule in my house. <laughs> We bet the Bears. We bet the Bears, baby. <laughs> we bet the we, Bears. We bet the Bears. Oh, man. You know what? I know, Tony, you're just going to kick and scream and throw dirt in your eyes and tear your clothes and say, this is a layup. Take the opposite. I'm not copying my buddy here. I actually think the Bears are going to go into Lambeau and get a win. I don't. Oh, I, I don't. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ryle. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna. You bitch about Aaron Rodgers more than anybody. I, well, I loathe the guy. I loathe the guy. I can't stand his little prance. His little scramble for the third and fifteen and seventeen prances will pop up. First down. First down. Give me the Bears. It's December weather. I don't know if I like that. Dangles. I'm gonna stay out because it's my team. Do you think he should switch to Green Bay? Uh, I do. Yes, absolutely. I, I think this. Is, I think that's the wrong pick. And I honestly, I think he's just jealous that uh, you guys have a quarterback who's back is entirely intact and his team's <laughs> that is true um no i'm sticking with the bears all right let's move along uh bad call bad call all right uh let's go from very cold to very warm right here in los angeles dignity health sports park the minnesota vikings are in town taking on the bolts it's really called dignity health sports park it is now uh, okay what a prestigious field all right the los angeles chargers big home field advantage plus three at home over is 45 while hosting these vikings guys uh again probably talk about this game a little later in king of the coast uh the last time an nfc north team went to the what's it called the prestigious health colon, colonoscopy health. uh <laughs> clinic field the fuck it is uh the Packers got dump trucked by the yep. uh, Chargers. Yep. I'm predicting a similar outcome here. Oh. I like I like the Chargers to win and win by a comfortable margin. Give me the Chargers. Oh man, if I could if I could do a veto, I'd do one right now. But let's see where Ryan goes first. Fade Drew, Captain Kirk. Let's go. Drew, I do not like this Chargers pick, but that's what he's sticking with. He is the one representing the gamblers, so it's his pick. That goes. Dangles, what's next? All right, next up, you guys have your Motor City Kitties. We're going to the Bold City Kitties, and they suck. The Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Oakland Raiders. This one's in Oakland. It's in Oakland, yeah. They, they, the last game teams. in Oakland, mind you. Ooh, that's the right. The last game in the black hole. The final game at the Baseball Coliseum. The Oakland Raiders are a seven-point favorite against these Jaguars. Over-under is 45 and a half. We are going Going with Ryan first. Uh, Oakland. I don't even think. Why? I don't even know if Jacksonville's going to get on the plane. Yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> <may> I not. <laughs> I can't imagine John Gruden walking out of that stadium for the last time, uh, losing to the lowly Jags. He might not make it out alive. It's definitely Oakland. I did not know that was Oakland's last game. Good point by Drew. They're definitely going to win. Dangles. What's next? Uh, next up. Uh, by the way, we are into the four o'clock games. We uh, started them with the Vikings game, uh, Vikings Chargers yep. game. Uh, next up, we have the Browns taking on the Cardinals in Glendale, Arizona. Arizona Cardinals are the home dog, plus two and a half. The over is 48, going with Ryan first. Cards, yeah. Cards. Guys, this is is an underrated game this week. We got Cliff Kingsbury uh, playing against Baker Mayfield, who he obviously is famous for uh, not getting a scholarship at Texas Tech. And obviously, uh, Kyler Murray, back up to Baker Mayfield at Oklahoma, and uh, Murray was in Baker's wedding. I think it's going to be a highly competitive game. Once again, what did we learn last time Freddie Kitchens was favored on the road? Don't 
bet Freddie Kitchens as a favorite on the road. That's ridiculous. Dangles, you see my arms. You see me touching my nips. The Cardinals. Sure do. Yes, the Cardinals. Absolutely fade Freddie Kitchens as a favorite. I love it. Uh, words to live by. Dangles, what's next? All right. Uh, next up, we head to Dallas. It's the Los Angeles Rams coming off a much-needed win on Sunday night football. They take on Jerry's boys, the Cowboys. This line has moved a lot. Dallas opened at minus 2.5. They are now a plus 2 home dog at home hosting these Rams. 49 is the over. Drew. You know, I watched this line move yesterday. I saw all the money come in, and usually that's public money, but it was sharp money. I understand why. The Cowboys can literally lose this game, and it mean nothing with yep. the victory against Philly. Um, next week, the Rams are playing for their life. I think they might have unlocked something in their defense, so I will take the hometown ram it. I like it. Ryan, you going to follow? You know what? I think Jason coaches them up this week. Oh, wow. Okay. The clapper. We the clapper. What you, a, you know what, man? You zig, I zag. There we go. Time. I like it. I like it a lot. It's going to be a big game for Dallas. I mean, Philly has an easy one earlier in the morning, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Dangles, what's next? Yeah, it looks like I skipped over one here on yeah. from the 1 o'clock slate. Uh, Philadelphia heads to Washington to take on the Redskins. My bad. Eagles 6-7, and seven, Skins 3-10. and 10. Philadelphia uh, about to do their Invincible movie again where they try out people off the street to see <laughs> if they can play wide receiver for them. They are minus 4.5 at Washington. The over-under is a low 40. Uh, Ryan, you're up first. The Eagles suck. Yep. Mm -hmm. And the Redskins suck. Also suck. <laughs> so I'll go Eagles. I think you have to, Drew. I, I literally think they might try out Mark Wahlberg and Tony Danza in their current bodies <laughs> and age right now. I watched the game on Monday night. They have no one to throw to as a guy that has Carson Wentz in his fantasy playoffs. Uh, a little concerning. Yep. Somehow, some way. Gosh, Dang it. I got to take Philly, but I don't really like it at all. But I got to take Philly. Uh, Washington has played people tough, man. I don't know. But I'm fine taking Philly because you can't bet on a three-win team when you're when the gambling reputation is on the line. Dangles, what's next? Ugh, never like taking a team that was down 17-3 to at the half against the Giants the week before. Uh, last game of the afternoon slate uh, is the Atlanta Falcons, who coming off a big win, a much-needed win against the Carolina Panthers. They take on the San Francisco 49ers, coming off of what was, I think, the best football game of the season so far this Hands year. Hands down. Hands down. What a game. Could have gone either way. That missed extra point uh, kind of hurts you in the end, doesn't it? San Fran minus 11 hosting these Falcons. Over-under is 47 and a half. Ryan, you're up first. Let's go Niners. I think that's right. No, I'm with you, man. You ride yeah. that train until it stops plowing through people. I, I do think they're, they're, they're bound for a letdown spot here, but clearly uh, the 11-point spread tells me that uh, they should win. I will take San Francisco. Be a man, Kristen. Take the Falcons. No, no, no. I'm, I, I, if the Falcons have been the death of me a couple times this year, as you know, Ryan. So I'm, I'm going to take the 49ers. we still got a couple games left. I think that's smart. we got one more. That's a big one, right, Dangles? Yes, uh, one more. That is a big one. Uh, let's go to the Sunday night game here. This is actually more important than it might sound when I read it to you. It's the Buffalo Bills at 9 and 4 taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers at 8 and 5. Pittsburgh a close favorite minus 1 and a half right now over is 37 Drew. Sunday night football basically for a playoff spot for the Bills. Uh give me Buffalo here. No one took us the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. I think they find a way to do it. Two anemic offenses, two really good defenses. I think Buffalo is just slightly better. I don't trust that Juju and uh, James Conner will be 100%. I don't hate it. Ryan, you going to agree or disagree? I Really want to disagree, mm. but mm. I told Drew this week that we were taking the Bills. That was my probably my favorite, I guess, against the spread pick. So uh, let's let's go uh, let's go Buffalo. Unfortunately, because I really love the 
I love to fade Drew, but I uh, can't do it here. I, I think I would have taken the chance to fade him. Pittsburgh has upset people week after week after week. Home favorite right now, but, but Buffalo's they're favorite. That's, the that's team. the key. They're they, not any good. They're they're not good though. They're not good. That's what. It's crazy to me. It's crazy how they just keep finding a way. It's tough because I, I feel like Josh Allen, his little scrambles and throwing for 60 yards a game, you know, and running for 70 more and, like, two touchdowns, that's only sustainable for a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. Eventually they're going to have to put points up. Eventually going to have to play from behind. If that team's, at like, you know, 10 points down, I, I don't know I don't know if I can put my eggs in that basket going into the late part of the game, you know? Get ready for a Probably Kansas not. City Pittsburgh well, Steelers wild card matchup and to clearly, end all wild card well, matchups. And clearly that Cowboys win on Thanksgiving certainly doesn't look as impressive as it did at the time, given the Cowboys plummet to yeah. the toilet. Yeah. All right, Dangles, what's next? All right, we have two games left. Let's start with the Monday night football game. It's going to be the Indianapolis Colts. At the New Orleans Saints in the Dome. It's going to be big. Right now, New Orleans is favored. Minus 9.5 for a bounce-back game against Indy. The over is 47. Drew, we're going to go with you first. Uh, Colts are dead, as you uh, eloquently explained in our group email. Tony knocked me out of the Losers League forever, forever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're long gone. One and eight the last three weeks in the win- or Winners League. Sorry, so I will take uh, who dat the Saints. No, you can call it the Losers League with all the losing you've been doing. Ryan, yeah, what's you, next? Thank you. Graveyard, baby. Taking the Saints. I think you're right. I think you're right. And then the final game, the reason we saved it for the end. Dangles, what's next? Oh, yeah, and there's a lot on the line here, too. Big-time implications in the AFC South at Nissan Stadium in Nashville. It's the Houston Texans taking on the Tennessee Titans. Big Both game. Both teams, 8-5. and five. Big game. They play each other twice over the last two weeks. I don't know if I like that scheduling. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. But Tennessee minus 3 over is 50 right now. Big number for these two teams. Ryan, we're going to go to you first. The Tennessee hopeful, what do you got? Showers in the forecast. Harold Landry gets two sacks. Tannehill throws for two touchdowns. Derrick Henry runs for two. Titans win by a touchdown. Two by two by two. Drew, are you going to follow? You know, as much as I'd like to follow my friend and root for him, I think just to add a little spice here, I think I'm taking the Texans. I like it. Uh, Don't ask me why. Ryan's been warning me all week, or sorry, all year about the Titans when you expect him to win. They will let you down. I'm going to take his advice here, head-to-head against my best buddy, and take the Texans to win a Week 15 matchup to set up the Week 17 winner-take-all. I like it. I like it a uh, lot. It's going to be a great game. Sounds smart right now, and that's making me sad. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, we'll let you go, Ryan, but as you said, we are in uh, – me and Ryan are in a, a pick-five mini-gate, if you will, with me – Ryan, his brother Zach, and his cousin Evan. We are shout three- out to cousin Evan and Zach. Cousin Evan and Zach, big listeners of the show. We love you guys, and we are three points behind first place for a big seven thousand dollar pot. And we Ooh. need a th- we need a strong three week stretch. So Ryo, let's get it, buddy. And uh, yeah, that was Ryan Hurd. He's on Twitter at Ryan Hurd. He's on Instagram at Ryan Hurd. You can go to RyanHurd.com and buy his EP Platonic. He starts the headline tour in January. You can tell it's his EP because he kind of looks like an art house figure on the cover. He went really emotional with that cover, Ryan. You want to explain yourself a little bit? Uh, that that one. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I always wonder how that hey, thing happens. I tell people, men, or sorry, I say women and men have been gawking at that boy since sixth grade when I met him, so he can do what he wants. He, <laughs> he can cut his hair, he, he can wear it long, he can get a buzz cut. I think he's going to go, you know, I can't see him in a faux hawk anytime soon, but long or short, it works yeah, well. I don't know, man. We just, I pick a picture and they put some art on there and he thumbs up, man. Hey, man, uh, I like it. I appreciate you guys having me on, man. I love the, I love the show. 
and uh, it's always, I don't know, it's always fun to get to talk sports. So thank you very much. Absolutely, man. Thank, thank you, you man. for calling in. I wish you luck for your Titans, although we got the Houston Texans as the gambler. That was it for the uh, the Pick'em section. Drew versus Ryan Hurd. Drew, you're got to win one for the boys. Got to win one for the boys. But up next is when we actually gamble on the games, the King of the Coast section, where yours truly has had quite the week. That's coming up next. Left Coasters. And welcome back to the reason why we call ourselves the Left Coast Gamblers. It's the King of the Coast section. We started off the season with 100 units. We've been betting these units every week. Drew and I are above water dangles down to his last 30.5 units on the year. The, the key is to dangles. We have to bet 30 this week. The max bet is 15, so Dangles is betting everything he has in his pockets except for a little .5 and change he might hold on to. Come on, Dangles. We're rooting for you, buddy. Plenty of time to catch up, Dangles. One bet could win it all. But before we get there, Monday night on the Left Coast Gambler's Instagram page, we're doing another $100 giveaway, an actual $100 we're Venmoing to your account if you can, A, comment on our Instagram page and give us a follow, B, Comment the score and winner of the Monday Night Football game and see tag three friends. So that's follow us, comment the score and the winner, tag three friends in that post, and we will give you $100 if you get it right. $100? $100 if you guess it right. Our man Brett Greeny, a friend of the podcast, uh, was in the studio a few weeks back. He was one point off of the Thursday Night Giveaway initially. One point off. Insane. Sorry, BG. Insane. And our uh, our riding the hot hand last week went one one and one 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 and one for K Deuces and her bets. Myself, I went two for three. I'm the only one to win a bet last week, and that's why I'm leading. I'm 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 hot right now. I'm sizzling. My seat's burning. What do you got, Drew? You're looking at me funny. Yeah. Well, I, you're. Well, how, how many units are you up, Tony? Right now for the season, I'm at 116 units, which is above water. So you're not leading. Above water. What the am leader I, sir? right now what is am I, Drew. Sir? You've fallen after losing 31 last week to oh, 120 you know units. Thanks, Hold guys. on. 120 units for Drew, 116 for Tony Dangles, 30.5. Well, that's fine. But let me just let me just address this real quick. My first ever 5-0 and in the prestigious Super Contest, what was I in King of the Coast? I'll tell you what. I was minus 31 units because I gave out Cincinnati at plus 7.5 in the Super Contest. They were at eight and a half. What did they lose by? Eight points. Now, since the closing line was at seven, I'm not going to gripe too much about that. Pretty unlucky. The Bills got them at six. They lose by seven. So I lost a combined two bets by two points. And, of course, the Patriots, we don't need to get into that because they had some piss poor calls. I'm sure Dangles has some commentary. I had him in the teaser. The Rams, to, the Rams plus seven and a half, I, one I, by a hundred. I watched Dude, that so, Nikhil Harry touchdown so, no fewer so, than sixty times so since it happened, and I get Dangles. We talk it up about the Patriots. Time. I'm the, sorry, it's so mad. The point is, you could have the right. This is Drew Schaefer Sharp Gambling School. You could be on the right side of games. That doesn't always equate to the winner. I really believe I had good sides in King of the Coast. I'm sorry they didn't come through. A little unlucky. It's like having Kings cracked. Whatever. I'm ready to bounce back this week. Just had to get that out there. Just be better, Drew. Just be just, better. Just, you know, take the Bengals at the right number. And know, for every gripe that a, a gambler has like Drew, Vegas builds another suite in their casinos. That's, That's right. how the world works. But without any further ado, let's dive into I'm the King of the Coast. I'm glad you guys took the Jaguars, though. That was King a good King of the Coast. I want to talk about the fucking Jaguars. Actually, you know what? I do want to talk about the Jaguars because this is a key to my bets this week. Really? I don't even want to talk about the Jaguars. I forgot, no, no. I forgot about this last week. I forgot about one of my rules of gambling. It's know when a team has quit. I had a 4-8 and eight team against a 4-8 and eight team last week, and one of them quit. 
and I got that wrong. I forgot that rule. Sometimes these teams just don't want to be there anymore. So you got to pay attention and know what teams have quit and what teams have not. Because you're going to be picking some three-win teams, and you got to know they're going to show up on Sunday. Kinda, so kind of hard to forget when they lost four games by 17 points and they got blown out by 35 on their fifth game. So I don't thank know. you for helping me out, Drew. You're welcome. Dangles. 30.5 units on the year. Come on, diggity. You must bet 30. Come on, Dangles. What? Your back is legitimately against the wall. What do you got for your first bet? All right, yes. With my back, indeed, legitimately against the wall. Uh, I'm going to go to the team that I watched on Monday night lose 28-12 to at the Coliseum. Don't do it. The Seattle Seahawks are— Oh, Sunday night, you mean. Uh, I'm sorry. Yes, yeah. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, Sunday, yeah. Sunday night. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks are six-and-a-half-point uh, uh, favorites against— the uh, Carolina Panthers in Carolina, and I think they cover that spread. I think Russ is going to bounce back. He was visibly frustrated with his play and his inability to figure out the Rams' defense on, uh, and I, I could see it from my seat. I could see his anger. I could see the look on his face. He was pissed. He's going to come out guns blazing. Uh, they lose Rashad Penny, which is is a, a tough uh, beat for them. He had just finally yep. started to kind of find his footing yep. uh, and not maybe, you know, because for a while he was looking like a first round bust. Um, Chris Carson hopefully can get his fumble problem under control. Uh, I think they're going to have a ham day uh, on the ground, and I think they'll win by at least a touchdown. So you got Seattle, and what's the, what's the units? Seattle at seven units. Seattle seven units. That's the first bet of back against the wall. Dangles, Drew, you're next. All right, well, you guys, uh, Tony's the only guy to actually uh, gain some ground on a monster unit parlay. I've just been picking straight winners all year, and I've been steadily climbing. He kind of you know, has a needle in the haystack, hits once in a while. So I'm going to try to get him back this week, boys and girls. I'm doing the dreaded three-team Moneyline Parlay. Whoa! Now, I really saw value in this. I wasn't going to play this. I see the value, and I'm going for it. Now, I know I took uh, the Texans against my dear friend Ryan Hurd. Oh, no. I'm looking at this game. Oh no, he's going against I'm it already. I'm taking the Titans. It's like it's it's, it's just kind of like slap boxing, you know. Either way, I'll be happy, I guess. No, that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. I'm rooting for the Titans now. Give me the Titans money line, the second leg. Give me the Rams money line, playing much better. The Cowboys, like we said earlier, don't need this game for really any purpose. Mm. They got the Eagles. The Rams are playing for their life. I like the Rams to take care of business in in Dallas and and and. and True form of a true gambler, a potential awesome hedge opportunity in the nightcap. I'm mm. taking the Buffalo Bills. So the Tennessee Titans, the Buffalo Bills, the Los Angeles Rams money line, that is plus 644. That's five units to win 32. Five units to win 32 by the man who does not do parlays or teasers, but that's the Tennessee money line, the Rams money line, and the Buffalo money line. He's our, He's been 15 minutes dangles, and he's changed his mind on the Tennessee-Houston game. Can you believe it? <laughs> yes, actually, I can. <laughs> All right, my first bet. I did this last week. I've done this a few weeks. I usually hate Thursday night games, but it's the last chance you get to bet on an NFL football game on Thursday this calendar year. The spread's too big. Uh, I love Baltimore. I think they're the best team in the league right now. I, I love everything they're doing, but that offense has sputtered the past few weeks. They've played much better teams than the Jets, yes, and they're at home, yes. But on a short week, plus 16 is a huge, huge number. I, I And, again, I'm going against what I just said. I think the Jets might have quit. I think the Jets might have packed their bags and gone to the golf course already, but Sam Darnold, all I need you to they do is get— They won four of their last five. Jets need to get one, of the, one or two touchdowns in this game, and you'll be able to cover a plus 16 spread. I'm taking the Jets plus 16 for a tiny five units. Sharper than a knife, Tony. Thursday night football, including in the Thanksgiving games, the underdogs this year— a remarkable 12 and 3. Woo! 
I will admit that was on my uh, on Radar. my on my list as a circle, but I just eh, it's eh. tough. It's tough. It makes you sick. But I did it last week with the over in Chicago Dallas. I'll do it again this week. Jets plus sixteen. Those are our first bets. Dangles number two. Number two. Tony, you took the words right out of my mouth. I love that spread for the Jets on Thursday okay, night. Boys. I don't like I don't like Thursday night games either. But like you said, that is an enormous number for yeah. the Ravens to cover. The Jets are actually playing pretty good defense. Uh, hopefully, they'll actually roll Le'Veon Bell out this time around. He, uh, um, he might go bowling. He might go bowling and miss bowl a personal best, but miss the game. <laughs> um, but no, I, that's a huge number to cover. Uh, the Ravens are good. The Jets are going to put some points up, though. Sam J- Darnold is a proficient quarterback. He still does have Le'Veon Bell. I like that plus 16. I'm betting 10 units on it. And guys, like I said, underdog, 12-3. Uh, and three. On Thursday games, how about the away team, 10-5? and five. Wow. You, you have really good optics wow. here on uh, an away underdog. I like your guys' picks. I like them. Jets plus 16 for Dangles. That's 10 units of his measly 30. That's left. 30.5. So sorry to forget that .5. It'll be yeah, essential don't next don't week when out. that's all you got left. Uh, Drew, your second bet. Guys, my second bet, I am going to the local establishment of the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh. This is one of my uh, – it's, it, it, it's, it's a hunch, but I have some stuff to back it up. Now, we, re- we remember last time an NFC North team went to Los Angeles and got dump truck. The Packers yep. played the Chargers. There's going to be more Viking fans there than Chargers fans. We know that. Yep. Easily, 75-35. Kirk Cousins. Does not play well on grass. He does not play good out of that 1 o'clock time slot. Yep. Dalvin Cook was a shell of himself. They expect Thielen back. I think his hamstring's still tight. I want to take the money line here so bad, but I'm just going to grab the 2.5 points. I think the Chargers win going away, guys. Wow. I really, really do. Ballsy pick. It's a strong, strong hunch. It's one of my strongest of the year. It didn't quite make it my best bet because that's actually, that's my probably top two player of the year coming up next. But the Los Angeles Chargers plus 2.5 mm. I do like him to win this game. Give him to me for 10 units. 10 units, Chargers, plus 2.5. I will say I had a big-ass favorites money line parlay going, but I couldn't take it because of a bunch of games like the game you just said. I could see Minnesota coughing it up. I don't know. I don't know. It's just a a classic choke letdown spot for Cousins. They got the Packers next week. Big Monday night game. game. I just just don't like it. God, I'd love it if the Vikings And the Chargers play better. When they are like dominated by the by the other team's crowd, I think they get more motivated. The the char- I, I hate the Chargers. Yeah. I don't I don't want to talk about the Chargers anymore. But plus two and a half is the Drew bet for ten units. Drew, uh, get ready, perk up. This is the sharpest bet I've had all year. Uh, I am taking a, a two two leg parlay. Uh, the first one's that Sunday night game, Buffalo-Pittsburgh. Buffalo-Pittsburgh. Listen, I don't know how Duck Hodges scores on the Bills' no. defense. I really don't. I also don't really know how Josh Allen scores on the very good Pittsburgh I defense. Agree. The number right now for the over-under is 37. It's very low. I understand. But as Drew has said before, unders build yachts. And I'm taking the under Love it. 37 in that Sunday night game, Buffalo-Pittsburgh. The second leg. Tampa Bay. We've talked about Tampa Bay a little bit in the pick'em section. James is playing with a fractured thumb right now. They're missing Mike Evans. Uh, Chris Godwin will be covered by Detroit's best cornerback. Detroit has given up. Big yes. play slay. Detroit has given up. That offense stinks. Carryon Johnson will not be back. You still have David Blows behind a leaky offensive line. I'm taking the under 47 in that game, too. So my two-leg parlay, Buffalo-Pittsburgh under 37, Tampa Bay-Detroit under 47. That's 10 units to win 26 units ooh, by your ooh. boy, Tony Squares. Not square today. Dangles, your final best bet. All right, fellas, so when I was a kid, growing up in rural New Hampshire, uh, I played hockey. I was a latecomer to the game, learned to skate real late. 
Um, so it was never much of a. Now it was never as good as a lot of my buddies. You know, um, yep. I, if you can't put a puck on my uh, on my tape in the slot, I got a decent wrist shot. I could put it. I'd clean up garbage around the net. I'm a scrappy player, you know. But I was never like one of those guys that put the deke on you, put the moves on you. Despite my nickname Dangles, I did not have <laughs> Dangles. However, there was one game, one time when I got a puck in the neutral zone and I plowed over the blue line with a head of steam and the thought in my mind, you know what? Just this once, just this once, I'm gonna pull off a highlight play. I triple deke the defender in front of me and put a top shelf where Mama hides the cookies wrister in the corner over the goalie's uh, r- over the goalie's glove on his right hand. My my dad tells me my coach looked over at him when my dad is his assistant coach and goes, "How the fuck did he do that? I've never seen him do anything like that before." <laughs> this is that moment for me, gentlemen. Oh, no. This is my triple deke last chance. Shoot your shot when you see it moment. <laughs> And it is a three-team money line parlay. Okay. I'm starting with your Green Bay Packers, Tony. They're going to win that football game. Okay. They're going to win that football over. game. Right. No, it's they're going to win the over. game. Why are the Throw Packers? the Jags no. in there, Dangles. Throw Absolutely the Jags not. in there. Absolutely not. I'm taking the Patriots as well. They're the second leg of that uh, of the parlay. And finally, and you're going to gate me for this one as well, but I think they win the game. I just feel it. The Buffalo Bills. Okay. They're going to win. Second okay. the wagons. They're like going to the win. Bills. They're going to win. Only I, I, I feel good about that. I feel more confident about the Packers than you do. I just think they're going to beat. I just. I just think they're going to beat the shitty. I think Trubisky's going to have a crummy game. Oh, he's not going to know what to do with that I defense. Right. I think he's going to have a shitty game. Patriots are going to come out firing and destroy the Bengals after all of this Spygate 2.0, bigger, longer, more spyier bullshit. Um, and then the Buffalo Bills, I, I, look, I just I love them. I love them. I think Josh Allen's going to run all over them. I think this is one time uh, where his uh, 69 yards rushing will be just enough. Yep. To get him, uh, get him over the edge. Wow! So uh, you've spent seventeen of your thirty units. Does that mean you're going to spend thirteen or thirteen and a half? I'm going to spend thirteen units Save and a to, half win, to, the to bank. win thirty-one. You got to get that dollar chip so you can't cover the small blind in a poker tournament. <laughs> thirteen units to win thirty-one wow. and try and claw back into this last minute. Inspiring here. story, like Charlie Conway. Inspiring I, story. I like it. Green Bay money line, New England money line, Buffalo money line. Thirteen for thirty-one. Drew also has a Buffalo money line bet in his big three line uh, three leg money line parlay nothing would make me happier for buffalo to lose and you guys get fucked in the ass at the same time sorry mrs oh, crookston let's Tony. move on F'd in the a let's move she on she said that's her favorite line of the podcast so far say F'd in the a <laughs> okay so sorry so sorry let's just, let's, just let's start get, it over let's get again. josh allen to f uh these two hosts in the a <laughs> uh drew you're up next with your max bet you're 11 four and one on the season and max best 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 records by far what do you got for this week guys i'm gonna call this my second best play of the year i remember one specifically this year that i liked better this is the second best play of the year now i have a couple i have a couple analytics to back me up teams coming off monday night football eight 15 and two against the number Ooh. uh we're gonna go to new york where the miami dolphins for some reason yeah are three and a half point underdogs yeah at the Jets. Now, they just played – sorry, at the Giants. Now, they just played the New York football Jets. Yep. They should have won that game by all accounts. We yep. all happened at the end, terrible P.I. They kicked seven field goals. Pretty unlucky to lose that game. Yep. A couple weeks ago, the Jets and the Giants played each other at that field, and the Jets ran all over the Giants. Yeah. Eli kind of coming back from dead, good first half against a really horrible, 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 horrible Philly Eagles defense. secondary. Yeah. Uh, the Dolphins give a shit. They, they do. give a shit. They absolutely They're do. playing for their coach. Did you see Flores off the sideline? He was fired up. I've oh, never yeah. seen a coach more pissed. Oh, yeah. They want to win. Yep. Shermer is a, he's, he's coaching with a concussion or something. 
Uh, they got their players tweeting just you know horrible remarks to their fans. Yep. This is easy. Miami Dolphins plus three and a half. Max bet. You know what time it is. See if he gets it right. Oh. All right. Scissor lift on the first try. Back up the brink struck, baby. Miami Dolphins plus three and a half. Max bet. 15 units. Make some money. That is a lot. I love it. I love it so much. The only thing that scares me about it, Drew, is uh, uh, Eli Miami. Manning. Eli Manning, lifetime 500 quarterback, is now one game under He could win by a field goal. He could win by a field goal, and you'd still cover. Well, Drew, you're. Uh, I like that because it's kind of an appetizer to my next bet. I'm the only one on this podcast to hit a three-leg uh, uh, bet of any kind. I've hit two three-leg teasers, including one last week. I'm feeling myself when it comes to teaser land. I gave you two sharp bets early. We're going square as hell right now. I'm going from a three-leg teaser to drum roll, please. It's time to get to that four-leg teaser. Oh my god! I've unlocked a table. A table. I've unlocked. I've, I've unlocked the next level of this video game. I'm going four-leg teaser, and as I said before. All four of these teams give a shit, and that is what matters. I gave you a three-leg teaser of three teams that gave a shit last week. They would have won if you just take the spread. That's how good those picks were. It's time to do it again. Four-leg teaser. The first one Drew talked about, Miami, teased up to plus nine and a half. They're a better team than New York. There's no chance they lose by ten. The next one, Denver's going into Kansas City, but Denver is the best four or five win team I've seen in a long, long time. They truly give a shit. They're not going to beat Kansas City, but Drew Locke looks like the right pick. I can't wait to see him unleash that offense a little bit more, and Kansas City's defense is suspect. Denver's not going to lose by two scores in that game. Washington against Philly, divisional game. Washington impressed me so much when they played my Packers because even though they were down big early, they fought back in that game and gave a shit. Washington plus 10.5 home against Philly in the last one. I'm sorry, Packers. I think this is a close game. Chicago plus 10.5. Chicago plus 10.5 in Lambeau. So that's plus 10.5 for Chicago. Washington plus 10.5. Miami plus 9.5. Denver plus 15. Max bet 15 units to win 35. Your first table bet. And that ends the King of the Coast section. Tony Squares coming back with a vengeance. Uh, can I tell you why I'm alarmed by that teaser? Why? I kind of like it. Thank you. I really do. Thank you. I am the wow. king of the teasers. Wow. Okay. I am the teaser special. Okay. That's what I do every week. I'll be adding more legs to it, too, as we go on. If I keep hitting, add another leg, add another leg. Let's see what we can get. That's how you lose A table, money. <laughs> the, the six-legged <laughs> table. Daggles, uh, you want anything to say? This is your, could be your last week on the King of the Coast. Well, if it is, uh, it's been fun. I've definitely learned some stuff this year. Uh, I hope to, to come back next year. If I, I don't want to sign off just yet because I'm not going <laughs> to say die until the dead-in is done. Good. You have but, a chip uh, in a chair, buddy. But, a chip but, in a chair. But I've, I've got some bets to win this week. I need to... I need to make some money back. We'll see where I sit this time next week. I can't wait. Again, we have the Monday Night $100 giveaway. Follow, follow us on Instagram. Guess the winner and the score and tag three friends. You get it right, we'll give you a hundred freaking dollars. Because again, we not only make you money, we give you money. And that's the end of the Left Coast Gamblers Week 15 signing off. We got a couple of holiday shows coming up. You're going to have a regularly scheduled programming. We'll be with you every week, giving the game for Week 16 and Week 17. And then it's the playoffs, guys. It's the playoffs. We, we have Are they here already? We have so many good teams. We have so many good teams in this league. I cannot wait to see how the matchups unfold in these playoffs. Cannot wait. And is it true, guys, that 
Uh, I think there's been rumors that in the playoffs, the Left Coast Gamblers, the trio, will finally be watching all the games together. Oh, hands down. There's going to be some footage. It oh, should be down. pretty fun. We're looking forward to that. First hands time, down. First time in a while, uh, I feel like that going into it, it's not quite a sure thing. I feel like the last couple of years, you know, you know what I mean? No, 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 no. In all seriousness, I'm excited for the parody. I'm excited uh, for the I'm parody because for it'll it make too. it that much sweeter when the Patriots win ring seven. Oh, God, I love him so much. I love him so much. He's got to hold his hand on one way. But I, oh, hold on. Is that a camera? Hold on. I see a camera coming from Dangle. I think he's trying to look over Drew's shoulder and get his picks for next week. But that's the end <laughs> of the Left Coast Gamblers. Tony Squares, da- Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio, Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer Crookson signing off again with Ram it. Michigan for the winner. Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. 